Good morning, everybody. You're listening to Free Speech Show with me, Stephen Keeter, and I have a couple of guests here today in the studio with me. And uh, I have uh, Dasha from Sam's Meat Warehouse, and I also have uh, Evelyn Cart from uh, Warwick Valley Dispatch, somebody who I really wanted to bring uh, to a show a long time ago, and uh, I, finally we have uh, Evelyn here. Evelyn, good morning. Morning. And uh, I... Many of listeners or residents of Warwick might uh, know your name or know you uh, because uh, there has been a, an, an article in recent issue of Warwick Valley Dispatch, to be specific, on July 21st, uh, the cover story celebrating Evelyn Card from Dispatch uh, Press Room. Uh, for those of you who doesn't know or haven't read the article, I, I would like to maybe give a little bit insight and tell that uh, Evelyn in... Uh, Uh, she bears the title of uh, post-production manager at Warwick Valley Dis- Dispatch, the hometown paper that has been in circulation for 136 years, since 1885. But in reality, Evelyn wears many hats and does many different jobs. And uh, there's <laughs> actually a quote in an uh, in article that says, once you do something here, once, it, it, it's your job. So uh, Evelyn, uh, in my opinion, is a... Heart and soul of that uh, paper, alongside with the uh, rest of the team, uh, Dave DeWitt and uh, George Lutz, who handle uh, pressing and uh, sorting and post-production papers. Uh, So Evelyn is 94 years young, and she remembers uh, Warwick like what it used to be. And uh, I enjoy our conversation uh, going down the, going through the main street of Warwick, and uh, Evelyn would point out this or that building, what it used to be, what uh, used to stand. And I, I find it fascinating. Uh, I love local history. We do a lot of uh, local trivia. So for anybody who is listening today, there's going to be a chance to win uh, tons and tons of prizes. We're going to do these two events that's happening in the community right now. There's a homecoming parade that's uh, going to start right about now in about uh, 20 minutes and uh, maybe in Another 40, it's going to be uh, on the main street. And uh, there's also, well, that that's one, uh, obviously, everybody's welcome to, int- to attend those uh, homecoming festivities. There's another uh, farm and flea of Hudson Valley, Hudson Valley farm and flea that takes place in uh, Museum Village in Monroe, that we have tickets that we're going to raffle today. Um, the event is going to uh, continue till 4 p.m., And there's a chance for the listeners who will uh, participate in a trivia and, uh, and a questions about past and present of Warwick uh, to win uh, for the family tickets to that event, uh, subscription to Warwick Valley Dispatch. And uh, Dasha, would you like to throw maybe a gift card uh, from Sam Smith Warehouse? Sure. Okay, wonderful. So, so here we are. So, uh, Evelyn, the uh, main... Uh, viewing and judging of the parade is going to be on the main street uh, right across from uh, TD Bank. Uh, and I know that every time we pass the main street, uh, I actually, you know, I would like to maybe call this segment of the program, uh, you know, walking the main street with Evelyn Cart because <laughs> you, you can uh, point out and tell it's, it is a TD Bank right now, but it's not always been. And I think we can start uh, maybe with the first question of our trivia, Um, it's been a bank, right? It's been a bank, 
But uh, before that, there used to be what's called the Sunset Inn. Sunset Inn was right there. I heard the name. Yeah. The, the Warwick uh, back in the days boasted not uh, the certain amenities that currently is not present. Like we discussed that, and you mentioned that Warwick Police Department had a, a village prison. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, don't, please don't tell anybody where it's located. Uh, That's <laughs> going to be one of the questions. You also mentioned that uh, Warwick had uh, not just one, but two diners. Two diners, yes. Okay. Yes, they did, but not at the same time, I don't think. All right, but the, uh, the, there was diners. also a movie theater, which mm -hmm. once again uh, yes, is not present today. Uh, there was uh, numerous hotels. Yes. Uh, one of them, in fact, uh, is the building where the papers are printed in the dispatch building. It used to be mm -hmm. a hotel. But I think the most grand of them all was a Red Swan Inn. Yes, it was. You do remember those times? Mm-hmm. I oh, do. Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, imagine we're standing, uh, I would like to maybe be live right now at the homecoming uh, parade, but imagine being on the main street, and let's say we're standing in front of the TD Bank. So that used to be a Sunset Inn at some point. Do, mm -hmm. you, rem do you remember that? Yes, I do. I, see. I don't remember it so much as an, uh, being lived in, but I remember it as, uh, it was an old building, uh -huh. and it was deserted by the time I, I grew up there. And there was a building in back of it, too, that uh, Francis and Roy Falls used to live in. Now, that uh, in the back, that would be uh, currently sort of like CVS, uh, proximity CVS area, parking lot of CVS? Oh, no, no, no. No, that was up by Sunset Inn, in back of Sunset Inn. It was maybe their carriage house or a uh, wagon house, but they had, Roy and Francis Falls had an apartment there. and But the Sunset Inn burned down. Yeah. Uh, so um, many other, uh, I guess, hotels. That seems to be uh, like a popular way of uh, going out of business for the time. Because uh, Red Swan Inn has been burned in, I might be mistaken, but I think it's 1950s to be exact, 1956. I don't remember when it, it burned. But I, but I do remember those good days, and uh, when uh, I, I know I ask you, what do you miss uh, the most from uh, that? I, I know the answer. What do you miss most from uh, those days of Warwick? Oh, walking down Main Street and knowing all the people. Knowing everybody. Knowing everybody, yeah. So it's di it, it is yeah. different uh, sort of like um, storefront. It's different. Uh, oh, my gosh. The Main Street alone starting at the village hall uh -huh. across the street i used to live in a house there in lewis park which is lewis park, uh, yeah. park today and there was a uh, john roan lived on church street and his house faced church street but it was on the church well the church green and then on the corner ryerson's lived and then frawley's and then our house was a three-family house. My aunt and uncle lived in one end, and Miss Powell lived in the middle. And when she moved, Joe and Dot Carr moved in there. And then we lived in the end, and then the next house was Louis Matola's. He was Warwick's barber, and he had a shop 
Oh, let's see. It probably was, I don't know if it was where Frank's Pizza is now, uh-huh. but he was in that area and he was a barber. Now, Warwick's Barber, uh, that, 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 sort of, that sounds almost like a title. Uh, was that one barbershop? Because right no, now there were two. There was another one down uh, around the corner on West Street. I see. But not at the same time. Okay, yeah. so there was, all, uh, was always only one barber in town, sort of like a sheriff. Yeah, well, there were <laughs> others, but we went to Louis Matola. I see. And then next to Louis's house was the American Legion, which is now the antique place. Uh-huh. And there used to be a hall in the back. It had a separate entrance from their house. And they, uh, local boys used to play basketball there and... And stuff like that, yeah. Now, uh, I know we discussed that, and I wanted to uh, ask people, uh, because this is, uh, this is it, to me, it, it's not that ancient history that going back to Middle Ages. This is a history of life that uh, people like you still remember. People like you, you know, this is why I think it's so important to, to tell those stories, to, to, yeah. to, to hear, you know. Well, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that know more about... <laughs> the history of Warwick than I do, but uh, I've seen a lot of changes. And after the Legion, that whole block Mm -hmm. was all houses. Wishmans lived in the next house. That was a double house. And I don't know who lived in the other side. And then comes uh, Clarence Smith's house. And then on the corner was Biff Carr's house. And that wrapped around, and part of it was on High Street. And he was the Warwick Postmaster. I see. Yeah. Now, when you, you also mentioned that uh, the Warwick, uh, and right about, we were discussing pretty much the same vicinity. Uh, there was uh, a uh, village prison, uh, which, uh, and I would like to make this one of the questions of uh, the trivia today, and see if anybody who knows, uh, you know, the Warwick past or knows uh, where that uh, village prison has been located, please give us a call. The number to the studio is 845-651-1110 for a chance to win, uh, well, four tickets to uh, Hudson uh, Valley Farm and Flea, which is, um, I think, like a good uh, family size if uh, somebody would like to spend an afternoon, which is a great, it's uh, many, many, uh, I think over 50 curated artisans and uh, food vendors and music and art and uh, antiques and everything else. Um, and it's right here within uh, 15 minutes drive. So four tickets, a subscriptions to a Warwick Valley dispatch and a $25 gift certificate to Sam's Meat Warehouse. So if anybody knows, and we're going to throw a couple of maybe uh, questions right now so give you a little bit more time to think about it and maybe ask somebody an older neighbor or somebody who would remember those things standing where was the prison where was the movie theater and uh, i understand there was two uh, two diners so maybe so there's a chance 50 50 chance to to get it right uh, with either one so and where was the diner in, in the village downtown village it's all in the vicinity of a main street and uh here you have folks, anybody who knows the history, uh, local history, it's very, very interesting. 
I, I find it uh, fascinating because, uh, you know, this is a history alive, so to speak. Uh, we walk those streets every day and uh, it, it's great to realize what was there before, what's standing right now, and it gives a different level of appreciation. So, uh, Evelyn, what... Uh, now, we know there was a, a, a theater, uh, like if we continue from, the, we started from the village hall um, and we're coming down the main street, CVS, the most currently prominent, let's say, landmark, there wasn't, it wasn't always there, correct? No. <laughs> Actually, I lived in a house where CVS sits now. No kidding. Yeah. So that was a an it was residential the, neighborhood. It was the Grand Union before CVS was there. Uh -huh. And before the Grand Union was there, I lived in a house that sat where, where CVS is now. Now, you also said there was a pond, a natural pond right there? Oh, yes. There was a laundry that was down from our house, and there was a pond there. It had a, a concrete wall with a wrought iron with a pipe across the top so you wouldn't fall in. And there was spring water there that run the creamery there. Well, correct, because Spring Street is actually named mm -hmm. not for the season of the year. Yeah. It's uh, named for a reason. It's a spring street because of the natural springs that uh, run under the street. Yeah, I'm surprised. I think a lot of times when I come through that way, through Cherry Street, mm -hmm. Cross Wheeler, and that way to get around town, um, it was a shame, really, to cover it up. Because the, the there was the pond, yes, but there was a brook that run all the way down to West Street and then went under the road. And the houses that were on the, the opposite side of Spring Street had to go across the bridge to get in their house. It was just a narrow footbridge, but right. it was a bridge to get in their house. I don't remember that being open. That river's still there, believe it or yes, not. Yes, it, it is. They, they just dressed it up. They put a pipe over it. Mm -hmm. and um, But I do remember everybody, and I mean everybody, everybody who had a cellar uh, pumping the water after the, the heavy rain or in the <laughs> spring. It was a chore. This was like almost like you see the houses everywhere. That spring, that creek, wherever, however big or small that was, that could uh, swell to unbelievably. Mm -hmm. And I even yeah. remember, you know, it's already been, and I've been in work only for 20 years, you know, 20 plus. But still, you spend more time than I've been in Warwick. You spend more time in Warwick Valley Dispatch. <laughs> and you spend more time, uh, before that, you were head secretary to the uh, Warwick School principal. Yes, I think King's I believe Elementary you were School. 22 years you spent in there. Yes. Eight administrations. So just to put it in Well, actually, it was seven... <laughs> It actually, it was seven different administrators because one came back, one retired, and then he came back later as an interim principal. I see. And well, so, but it was eight different principals because I started in Pine Island for Dick Mayer, uh -huh. and then I went to King's for Mr. Longfield, and then there was Mr. Rounds, Mr. McKenzie, and Mr. Rice, and Mr. Longfield again. What a memory you have. Uh, uh, <laughs> and, and you're quoting those names uh, going back 50 years. Oh, gosh. Least, right? it's, oh, yes, yes. It was, it was a wonderful time in my life, though. Folks, uh, I'm telling you, anybody who is listening, uh, it's that newspaper business has something to do with it. Because if uh, everybody who is right now involved in the paper, uh, from Dave DeVitt 
to um, Eugene Wright. Everybody is sharp. Everybody, almost like a fountain of youth uh, <laughs> underneath that building. Because if uh, you talk to Eugene, who was this uh, valedictorian of his class, and I uh, ask him, uh, I understand that you did very well in school. And he said, uh, no, I was, I think, number two or number three. I was a salutatorian. But, but he remembered the people who were number one and number two. Best Dodi <laughs> was number one. You know, uh, nowadays we're so busy, uh, we don't remember. I see, I almost forgot that we're about to go into the break and we're going to continue right after. are all flocking to Sam's Meat Warehouse. Sam's offers the finest selection of prime meats in New York and New Jersey. Whether Wagyu or Frank Burgers, prime fillets or Delmonico's, pork chops or prime rib, Sam's, located in the village of Florida, is the jewel of New York and New Jersey for those who will settle for nothing less than the best. Learn about where your meat comes from, recipes, and incredible pricing. For specials and giveaways, visit Facebook at Sam's Meat Warehouse. Hi, it's Paul Ruskevich, Barry Cheney, and John Bureau. Orange County legislators on the Thursday morning roundtable, 9 to 10 a.m. Answering all of your questions and concerns on WTVQ, radio worth listening to. Hi, I'm Dave Edwards, and I invite you to join me every Sunday night when we'll showcase a perfect album. I'll start with side one, track one, and we'll play every song in order from the record. A few bonus songs, as well as some trivia, too, right here on Radio Worth Listening To. And we're back with uh, Food for Thought. And today in the studio, I have uh, Evelyn Cart of Warwick Valley Dispatch, a 94-year young veteran who essentially helping us to remember what Warwick used to look like, what was there. I would like to call this segment Walking Down the Main Street with Evelyn Cart. And we were just in the proximity of CVS and uh, discussing that it was a beautiful pond. There was an open uh, creek that ran, broke that ran down the uh, Spring Street, which, folks, by the way, Spring Street is called Spring not for the season of the year, but because of that spring that actually turns into river and swells. And uh, I remember I used to live in that neighborhood, still do, and uh, I remember uh, everybody's pumping, pumping <laughs> their cellars after the in the spring or having rain. So uh, now that uh, that was used to be a residential neighborhood. And mm-hmm. I believe on the corner, if we uh, write at CVS at, the, at this point, TD Bank used to be a bank. Here's another question, guys. Uh, so whoever calls first and gives us a correct answer, um, have a chance to win four tickets to uh, Hudson Valley Farm and Flea. Um, subscription, a yearly subscription, which, which is 52 issues to Warwick Valley Dispatch. And this way you get all the local news and history and everything that's happening in a community. And you get $25 gift certificate to Sam's Meat Warehouse, who is a sponsor of today's program. Uh, Warwick Valley uh, Telephone Company. Uh, What was that used to be? Oh, boy, Warwick Valley Telephone Company. That used to be a lot of stores there. And my my mother had an apartment up on the second floor. There was a shoe store downstairs. And Donnelly's had a, a gift shop and a place where you could buy 
liquor in the back. And then there was also the courtesy coffee shop there, which was, well, I don't know if you could call it a diner because it wasn't separate, but it was a luncheonette on one side and the stairs up to the apartments on the second floor. And then on the other side was the courtesy coffee shop dining room where you would go and Now the courtesy, that was the name of the coffee shop. Courtesy coffee shop. I see. And it was run by John Barrett and his wife. Now yeah. you do remember, uh, because you uh, very freely operate with the names that we used to see just on the signs or like Sanfordville, uh, but that, that's a local family. Uh, Sanfordville? Um, well, this is Sanfordville Road here, but I worked for a family uh, by the name of Sanford, and their daughter was Edith Nielsen. And uh, that's where Hickory Hill Golf Course is now. Currently. And the stone house that Nielsen's lived in was a senior center before they got the place out by the, village, by the town hall. I see. So it did, uh, it, it was... sound like the thriving main street like with a lot of merchants with a lot of vendors all oh, local families up and down the whole street <laughs> I remember in the village hall part of the village hall was housed the hooks the hook and ladder company's fire truck uh-huh. and when they went to a fire and came back they had to pull so that the truck was crossways to the house and Where I lived in the three-family house, and the front of their truck looked like it was going to come up through the house. It didn't. <laughs> But then they backed the truck up this incline and into that part of the village hall. And there used to be houses well, there an, was an antique house that used to be a funeral parlor. Ned Strong and his wife, Honey Middleton, uh, was a Middleton before she. married Ned, and her mother and father owned the Demarest Hotel on Railroad Avenue. Oh. Yeah, there was a, uh, they call it a golden era uh, of Warwick. There was many hotels, there was many uh, grocery uh, shops, which once again, Village oh. doesn't have a single one today, but they use, you mentioned there was more than one, and even more than two, there was quite a few, right? Yes, there was, well, the Grand Union to begin with, And then Stein's, Mr. Stein had a grocery store on the opposite side of the street. And there was Zig Peschel's. He is in, was in where um, yesterday's now, is now. Now, uh, any relations to Ma- Maureen Peschel uh, working for Warwick yes, Valley she, Dispatch? Yes, he was her grandfather. Oh, look at that. <laughs> And the AMP was in the store on the corner across from Aikens on Main Street. And McEwen Street the AMP was there and then down the street further uh, Jimmy Astorino had a small place in where um, I don't know the gentleman's name but they have a clothing store there now uh-huh. Jimmy Astorino had a little grocery place there in the smaller place and then where their main store is that used to be Chris's bakery oh boy I I can smell the cinnamon buns now. <laughs> <laughs> That was really 
that good. Oh. Must have been those farm eggs and milk and, uh, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then on the corner of Main Street and West Street was Markovitz Grocery Store. Wow. So you, um, it, it seems like, uh, you know, uh, I know we in a society where the market dictates, there are a lot of competition between the folks. Uh, do you have a favorite I, one that you... I don't you know. I guess, well, my mother went and father went mostly to Grand Union, but uh, they would go to the AMP. Would you believe bread was seven cents a loaf? Seven cents. Seven cents a loaf. Then. Wow. And none of the clerks handed, handled money. Well, they it was made, books. Yeah, there was books writing in, right? Like promissory notes. They almost. had these little cups, uh -huh. and they would put the receipt. They would add up the thing, put the receipt in. You'd give them, give the clerk the money, and it would go up and then ride on a cable. And there was a girl that sat up in a booth on the above the store and she would make the change and bring and put it back down the clerks didn't handle making change or anything oh really but it was a grocery store on one side and then turnover and then there was a you could get fresh meat on the other side of the store so there was a butcher uh, in town or in the village oh right? yeah every store had a butcher well, every store has, has a, had a department well mr sign he did his own butchering but if <laughs> if you got meat there but Uh, Grand Union and Markovitz, Zig Peschel used to do uh, butchering and stuff himself. They had a cooler in the store. And See, I think um, the only one, once again, I want to give a shout out to Sam's Meat Warehouse, where we do know our <laughs> customers by name. Yeah. Everything is cut to order. And it's sort of like a throwback to that uh, golden era, if you will. Yeah. Because It was a... A good time to live in Warwick, I'll tell you. <laughs> a good time. Well, you, you, you said uh, everybody knew everybody. Yeah. Uh, you said there was, there was still... Uh, now, Village never had any working farms, correct? Not within the village, but outside the village, we were all dairy farmers. No, you grew up on a farm yourself. No, I didn't grow up on a farm. Oh, no? I married a farmer. <laughs> See. Yeah. Because when I, I remember we had a discussion, there was a lot of uh, grocery stores, there were a lot, a lot of churches, and I asked if you go into church, and uh, you said no, uh, but you're a deeply religious person, and uh, you said, well, I do believe in God, but uh, when you're working on a farm, it is uh, difficult to actually... You didn't have time to go yeah. to church, really, unless you got up in the middle of the night, which we did <laughs> for many years. And when we started working at the school, we got up at 2.30 in the morning and milked the cows, took the milk to the creamery, cleaned the barn, and then come home, cleaned ourselves up, and went to school. Worked eight hours at school, and then come home and did the same thing at night. <laughs> uh, can, can we repeat that segment one more time so Dasha, who is present here, she can, she can listen to what, what the day of a student in school was like, you know? Because I, uh, honestly, we had this discussion uh, like in a car yesterday. I, uh, I grew up in a city, but I spent summers in a country. And uh, I'm very familiar with that. Uh, they call it the four o'clock or three o'clock courage. When you have to get up, there's no sick days. There's no, uh, no sleeping there's no over. Sick days. <laughs> there's no uh, somebody else going to do it. You, there's a lot of livestock that depend on you. 
uh, the, the time doesn't wait for anybody, you know, and uh, if, if that yeah. uh, fruit is ripe and it needs to be harvested, this is the day, this is the time. Mm -hmm. And I learned to drive a tractor before I learned to drive a car <laughs> because we didn't have a car when I was growing up. And after my husband and I got married, my parents got a car and uh, then I learned to drive on a 1938 Ford stick shift. <laughs> <laughs> now it would be, would be great if you still have it somewhere in the barn. Oh, that it would, would be, be nice now. Yes, it would. <laughs> so now you're, uh, you, you're driving Ford and car, uh, driving it fast, uh, <laughs> at n and God bless you, at 94, you still, I think you got in an accident like two weeks ago, not fault of your own. No. Of course, you, no. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> it, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting uh, time we're living in. So. Now there's more television, there's uh, obviously uh, radio, you know, but uh, back in the days, uh, I think radio was prevailing, correct? Yes. We didn't have television. In fact, one summer, we sold sweet corn and got our first TV. I see. By selling. That was a big purchase back in the days. I oh, bet. yes, it was. But the television went down to my in-law's house, and my husband and I didn't, still didn't have a television. <laughs> So well, that's that. But that's, I guess, uh, the way of uh, socializing. You wanted to watch TV, you have to go uh, visit somebody. <laughs> <laughs> See, nowadays, uh, people don't know each other's names. Uh, neighbors uh, don't know each other's names. Uh, you know, people not necessarily say hello to to each other. You know, yeah. Everybody's dividing. You know, like I, uh, you on my property, or this uh, post is a little. Mm. Now is. Uh, I understand the life was more simple, uh, very busy back in mm -hmm. the days. As much politic as we see today, uh, there's going to be an election coming into the town. There's always politics. Oh, there was always nothing. Always One politics. thing never changes, right? Always politics. <laughs> the, always politics. The building changed, the landscape, but the uh, politics always stays. Yet, you know. You know, um, the house that my husband and his family lived in, that. Um, it's historic over there, too, Cerville. Oh, yeah? It was nicknamed Cerville, I guess, but there used to be a historical marker there. Uh, and if you read the history of it, it's, uh, they used to make booze there. Yeah. And right. when we lived in the double house across the street, which is now county parkland, there was a big copper vat up in one corner of the attic. And I understand that's where they used to... Do moonshine. All right, moonshine. We'll, we'll talk more about it right after the break. Ah. <laughs> Sam's Mead Warehouse has been supplying restaurants and shops with the highest quality local and sustainably sourced prime and choice wholesale mead, steaks, poultry, seafood, and much more for over 20 years. Whether you're a small family butcher shop or a busy steakhouse, expect A1 service and the finest products available. Call Sam's at 845-651-MEAT or visit the store right off Route 17A in Florida, New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. This is Rocket Richie, the play-by-play -play guy. The only place you can listen live to Warwick Wildcats football is right here on WTBQ. 
Brought to you by Nebraska Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, the Edenville General Store, and Leo Cadis Ford. This is Lisa Morrison inviting you to tune in to a happy medium every Thursday at 12 noon to connect with loved ones who've passed or ask about your love life, job, family, or treasured lost items. Call in or text in right here on Radio Worth Listening to. WTBQ GHT Weather. A moist easterly flow will result in lots of clouds for the weekend and a few scattered showers. This afternoon, mainly cloudy, dry most of the time, but can't rule out a scattered shower in the mid-60s. Tonight, cloudy with patchy fog and drizzle in the low and mid-50s, remaining overcast on Sunday with spotty drizzle and a few showers 60 to 65. I'm WeatherWorks meteorologist John Leo. And we're back with Free Speech. You're listening to me, Stephen Keeter, and I have a wonderful guest today with me, Evelyn Cart of Warwick Valley Dispatch, the true Warwickian, the wildcat, 94 years young, uh, local resident that uh, remembers uh, what Warwick used to look like, feel like, uh, and uh, essentially telling us, I think, those stories. Uh, very often, I uh, talking to friends of uh, mine, uh, whose parents went through some, you know, the historical period or, uh, let's say, war, and there's always one regret. Uh, the voice that, uh, I wish I took or pick brain of my father or my uncle or my aunt and get to know more about the specific event. I love uh, the, the town we live in. I love this area. I would like to know more what it was like. And uh, it's it's a great to have you who remembers and uh, tell us all those uh, wonderful stories. <laughs> yeah, I want to chime in for a minute because you know me, I'm very much <laughs> I'm one of the most annoying, curious people you'll ever meet. So I want to I want you to tell the story of how you met your husband, because what what Stephen is saying is we're all very much we are who we are today because of our history, and that's you know that's a great part of it. And not too many people get to meet and be with that one person their whole life. Yeah, well, I met my husband at Park Avenue School. We were high school sweethearts. I knew him since seventh grade. And we got married right out of high school. I had my son, Barry Card. And there was 11 years between my son and my daughter. And her name is Arilla Card. And... My where son that, is not living. Where did living. that name come from? That's unusual. Well, we li- when we lived in the double house, the I always call it the big house on uh, the county parkland. Herb and Arilla Baum lived there, and they're both gone now. But my husband, well, after being so many years between my son and my daughter, right. he wanted her name to be special, so he didn't tell me what he was going to name her we didn't know if we were going to have a boy or a girl but luckily it was a girl and he named her arilla jean card great name now, there's yep. a lot of old names that the herb arilla uh, biff you know that you you can't come across uh, today very often Not yeah but arilla and herb didn't have any children of their own so he thought it was a way to honor Arilla by naming our daughter. And how many years were you married? Oh, we were married for 55 years before he passed. Mm -hmm. Now, what happened to the farm that he had? The farm is now Homestead Village. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) 
Yeah. Wow. Now that uh, that had to be annexed to the village uh, in order to because it, it uh, was town. well it meets the village um, down in the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes all the way back to Memorial Park in the back, and from there it bordered property that was owned by Gordon Baker, who was a shop teacher when I went to high school, <laughs> <laughs> and first went to high school. Yeah. And in fact, they lived in the house that person I lived in when we first got married. It's not there any longer, but it, it was part of the Nielsen farm. And it was right along the highway, right next to, well, the stone barn is in the back still. But that was the garage for the, the road stand. And my aunt and uncle lived on the farm where person his father moved he was my uncle on my father's side of the family they farmed there before we moved there and his wife worked in the road stand across street used to be able to stop there and get something to eat that sort of thing well i I, i'm just amazed and i um uh, would like to invite people who listening um you know, call the station. This is a rare opportunity to actually maybe to get to know your house better. If you live in a village, if you if you live and you would like to know what it was like, what kind of neighborhood that was, what kind of the previous owners, what were they like, give us a call uh, to the studio, 651-1110. And uh, Evelyn, uh, she remembers everybody by name. She remembers everybody. <laughs> what every I hope and- you didn't get on her bad side. <laughs> 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 I'm telling it like I remember. I don't know how other people remember. I'm just telling it like I remember. What it. was where the um, where Aiken's Pharmacy was? Well, that's another thing I wanted to bring up. As far as I can remember, Aiken's has always been a drugstore. Or uh, when Ray Aiken had it, he had an ice cream parlor there too. And I remember a girlfriend and my, we came back from school one day and we didn't have money to buy each one of us a Sunday, so we bought one Sunday and got two spoons. <laughs> and the two of us sat there and ate it. And Mr. Aiken was so nice that way, you know, he never questioned anything or, or anything like that. He was the pest. I think there was a bar before that. There was, a, at some point, Aikens was actually a bar. Um, well, um, not Aikens, I don't mm, think. I think uh, it was, but uh, uh, I might but, be wrong. Uh, part of that used to be Moses' dress shop. There was a dress shop there, and the upstairs part used to be the central house. And that place was a, it was a restaurant upstairs you could go eat. And I don't know if they rented rooms or not, but it was Central House because when I went to High Street School, the teachers always had these wooden oval wooden baskets with wood lids, and they'd say, you can go get my lunch today. And they would send us down to Central House, and they would pack the lunch. And I see. Now, where, uh, back, back there, was uh, telephones? Uh, I don't know. I guess maybe they had those those black ones that come up with the You have to dial up. Like this. <laughs> I don't think you dialed it. You just picked it up. and, and it. We have a caller on the line. So. I see. 
Hi. Caller, what's your first name? Where are you calling from? My name is Mark, and I'm, uh, I live in Warwick, and I actually had a question that uh, I've heard so many different stories about the street I live on, which is Fairview. I heard that it used to have a little lake or something in the front of it, and I've seen Fairview. it. Maybe you know the answer. Where is that located, Fairview? Off of Grand Avenue, uh, across from the hospital. Um, it's the street oh, that has those two oh, concrete yes. pillars. Yes. There used to be a little lake in back of the house there on Cherry Street. Mm -hmm. And that fed into the pond that came that was on Spring Street. Okay. And they uh, they uh well if you go in there you'll notice that it's kind of a swampy area in there, but it doesn't get much chance to fill up. But there there was a little lake there, yeah. I got it. What was the kind of a neighborhood? Is it? Um, no, there. It's a resident. It's residential. There's, there's a. Do you remember any any specific residents living there? Do yes. You oh yeah. Can you tell us who were the owners? Um, McGovern's used to live on Cherry Street. Uh huh. And um, I don't know who else lived there, but McGovern's lived there, and uh, Tommy McGovern and Rita. McGovern and her name was Hayes and she was a kindergarten teacher at King's School when I worked there. Hmm. Well, well, thank you for giving me a little information on it. <laughs> Just uh, it's nice to find someone that uh, remembers what it used to be like. Oh boy, it was a beautiful town. It still is. Yeah, that's a good column. What it used to be. <laughs> used to wasn't. <laughs> thank you very much. Mark, thank, thank you, you for, for calling. Thank you. Uh, bye. Well, it's uh, see, I always uh, wanted <clears throat> to know, uh, on a Spring Street, uh, when I first moved into Warwick, there was uh, leader cleaners. And uh, part of the deal, we couldn't buy the building without the business, so it was kind of sort of like inherited, uh, you know. Uh, the, and the cleaners, it turns out to be, after doing a little bit of research, it turns out that this is the oldest cleaners in Hudson Valley. It has been in that very same location since... 1939 and two italian gentlemen uh one was named leo and another one was aldo and this is how lee do came oh. to be uh but that uh, before that you 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 and we talked about it you said there was a ford garage there was a lot of uses that uh, today is even hard to imagine uh, you know now it's a residential kind of neighborhood but back in the days uh, everything was very very different yes sir. Now, on the back of that, uh, there was uh, what today is a dance studio. Uh, I was told that at some point that was uh, the carriage house for the Red Swan Inn. Where is this? Uh, on what street? Uh, the carriage house for the Red Swan Inn would have been up closer to the Red Swan Inn, and that's up by... Uh, what, by what's today's a golf course? Yes. Okay. It's the country club. Now, what was the uh, hotel uh, like, having a hotel like that in, in town? Was the, a lot of local people were employed, were, well, were the, coming on the grounds? Yes, it was. Uh, the young high school girls always went there to babysit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> babysit the kids, yeah. And, oh, it was a grand hotel, a beautiful place, yeah. Now, I have a question. I'm just wondering, because we have so much... Um, I don't know, let's say for want of a better word, feedback about the Pulpit Rock Inn. 
I don't understand why people are so up in arms when we had so many hotels years ago. Nobody ever complained they were happy because people had a place to stay. Uh, I don't know about the pulpit rock. <laughs> I know what you're do. talking about. But, uh, no, but I'm just saying, you know, they were complaining about putting a hotel here. It's really not a hotel. It's a boutique hotel, so not you know, a high rise thing. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I'm just curious because you had so many places for people to stay years ago. Everybody loved it. In fact, the whole County, even today is begging for rooms uh, because there's, you know, because of Legoland and everything else that's mm-hmm. opened up here. And, you know, I just, when you go back to the heyday, the golden age, you see how many hotels were there at that time? Well, they were all centered around the village in the olden days. And um, so the main draw was the main street and yes, this, uh, main field, street and stuff uh, like was, that. Uh, so nobody came uh, from the city to take a look at the Pulpit Rock as a main attraction. No, Pulpit Rock was part of a farm. Uh, <laughs> they were part of a farm <laughs> then. And I remember Walt Givens, he had a garage where Quick Mart is on the corner of Orchard and Main. Okay. And. Uh, my mother used to tease him about being a baseball fan and getting a crying towel. <laughs> and uh, my mother's team won the championship that year, and she gave Walt Givens, uh, took him up a crying towel with all these <laughs> memorabilia about baseball. She was stuff. in a league of her own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. We're going to be right after the break, uh, after the words from our sponsors. Meat Warehouse is a butcher with old-time family values. Remember back in the day when people knew their butcher by name and visiting them was a social experience? They would talk to customers about how to cook a piece of meat to perfection. Sam's combines old-world methods with modern techniques. Call your favorite butcher, Sam's, at 845-651-MEAT or visit the store right off 17A in Florida, New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. The Warwick Valley Dispatch has been run by the same family since 1885 and is your local newspaper covering Warwick, Goshen, Monroe, Middletown, and all the great towns, villages, and neighborhoods in Orange County. The Dispatch reports on all the news that affects residents, organizations, and businesses throughout the county. So if you want to promote your business or organization, email editor at wvdispatch.com. Shop local. Subscribe to the Warwick Valley Dispatch. Hi, this is Dr. Pierre Louis, a clinical psychologist. I will take your calls and I will answer all your personal and business relationship questions, helping you create a life healthy in mind, body, and spirit every Friday at 11 a.m. Hi, this is Wild Baby Love. Start your Sunday with me at 6 a.m. and Gospel Tracks. I'll give you the phone number to the faith phone line and the address to the website. All that and much, much more right here on Gospel Tracks with yours truly, Wild Baby Love. WGHT Pompton Lakes, your community radio station since 1969. Folks, we're back. You're listening to uh, Free Speech, and today in the studio with me is uh, Evelyn Cart. 
And we take in a stroll down the main street, Warwick, and remembering what it used to look like uh, 30, 50, 70 years ago. Um, we did ask uh, a couple of uh, trivia questions, and there's a still a chance to win. We have a couple of minutes left to win uh, tickets to Hudson Valley uh, Farm and Flea, uh, gift certificate to Sam's Meat Warehouse, and a subscription to Warwick Valley Dispatch. The number to the studio, Dasha, what is the number that people should dial up to win those prizes? 845 651 1110. 1110. Here you have it. Uh, 651 1110. Please give us a call and tell us. Village of Warwick used to have uh, many institutions that currently is not present. Uh, among those is uh, Village Prison. If you know where it was, uh, please uh, give us a call. Let us know. Uh, diner, uh, movie theater, uh, maybe local hotels, uh, one of them. So if you know, any one of those answers, please give us a call, and uh, Evelyn he is here to confirm or you know, the, whether it, it's true or not. And uh, I think it's a great way to get and learn about uh, the town you live in and uh, get to people uh, who lived uh, there. And uh, Evelyn, obviously, I'm stunned to, to know how accurate your memory is. You remember uh, everybody and anything. <laughs> I mean... Are you talking about Lido Cleaners? Uh-huh. Do you know the building next to that uh, on the corner of McEwen and Spring? Corner of McEwen and Spring. It's now a garage? Yes, uh, Fishers. Fishers Auto Repair. Fishers, yes. Correct. Uh-huh. That used to be a creamery. That used to be a creamery. Okay. They, di they had a, a number of small farmers who brought milk there. They pasteurized it. You could get cottage cheese there eggs it used to be a creamery wonderful what was the it name it was run by demings the family demings, oh, demings like Deming park we yeah. have actually two callers on the phone so i know we can get them both in okay so uh, we're gonna just finish your thought for a minute we'll bring them on <laughs> uh, and uh i don't think anybody realized now the capacity of borden's creamery because it was a big building and a lot of farmers used to bring their canned milk there. Huh. And the fellow that was in charge of the creamery, Tom Talor, he worked at the creamery and he lived in the house that sits there. He's an, uh, uh, yet another uh, sort of like amenity or institution that is not currently available. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we, I believe we have a caller on the line uh, or maybe multiple callers. What's your names and where are you calling from? Margaret from Warwick. Good morning, Margaret. Uh, you know the. Uh, thank you for calling. Uh, and do you know the those uh, questions or a one of them that? Uh, yeah, one of them. Uh, the one where uh, the prison used to be on oh. State Schoolhouse Road. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no. That's not it. You want me to oh. tell? No, no, no. We, we still, uh, well, actually, you know what? We can probably uh, tell because uh, it's... Uh, Evelyn, why don't you tell where the... Uh, uh, hold on. Uh, is the other call caller uh, calling with the same? All right. M uh, Margaret, this is not the correct location. It's a, a prison, uh, a village prison, essentially. Downtown, we were in the vicinity of uh, Main Street. Maybe we'll give a shot at another... Uh, to another caller. Caller number two. What's your All name right, and where you're you. calling from? 
Hi, this is Bill calling from Sussex County, New Jersey. How you doing, Bill? I'm doing well. Um, although I don't know a lot about the history of Warwick, um, I wish I was a resident of Warwick, but um, I believe that the movie theater was located on Oakland Avenue, um, where the Burger King is right now. That is correct. That is correct, Bill, and congratulations on that. Uh, so uh, we had also, uh, so Bill, you do uh, uh, have some prizes uh, that you won. So we'll uh, leave them, uh, in fact, the Farm and Fleet today only. So uh, stop by Sam's Meat Warehouse to pick up your gift certificate, um, gift subscription, and those tickets. Because it's uh, today till 4 p.m. Uh, and I'm going to get Bill's information, uh -huh. and then we'll, we'll tell him how to get to Sam's. I'm sure he's been there before. Anybody who has any taste at all has been to Sam's Meat Warehouse. <laughs> and uh, to answer the question, I think uh, Margaret would uh, like to know, and maybe the rest of the audience, where was the uh, prison in the village? The prison used to be underneath the building where the Excelsior fire truck used to be, and where Mabel and... I forget her husband's name, uh, Don, I think, had an ice cream parlor where the Queen Village Queens is now, cleaners. So, so the same building. And the it wasn't necessarily a jail. It was a place, a holding place, a prison for anyone that got out of line. <laughs> well, one has to remember that we had a lot of uh, restaurants and uh, on an unruly probably weekend, uh, <laughs> you know, people did get out of line. The other lady who called, please give us a call back because I heard the little click there. Wanted you to hold on because we're not going to say no to you. We have two other questions, but Bill, hold on and we'll, I'll get to you in a minute. But go ahead. So, yeah, so this is the same building where Queens Village is right now, Excelsior Firehouse. Yes. And I believe Judge Barlett has an office above. Um, uh, Bartlett. Bartlett. Yeah, Bartlett. Uh -huh. Yes, he has. But that's where the Excelsior fire truck used to be housed until they built their new place out on Forster Avenue. I see. Well, I don't think it's on Forster Avenue. It's the road that goes uh, extension. in Extension, yeah. yeah. All right, so folks, uh, we still have, uh, once again, uh, now anybody who's listening, I learned something new, and uh, hopefully everybody as well, uh, that uh, we know now where the movie theater was. <laughs> we know where the village prison was. There's still uh, tons of history that, uh, you know, the, that those streets uh, remember and uh, a lot of uh, you know familiar names that we know by name of the parks nowadays uh, you know Demarest and uh, Lewis and uh, but uh, you you remember those people you remember them uh, living uh, in Warwick I remember them living in Warwick yes uh, which is great uh, and uh, I think uh, if you don't mind, maybe we'll do it uh, a regular thing uh, because uh, there's so much ground to cover. <laughs> I see Evelyn is rolling her eyes at me. <laughs> well, but I do believe we do have a caller uh, on the line. Caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? Margaret from Warwick. Oh, Margaret, thank you for calling back. So, yes, that question uh, about the prison, I think uh, Evelyn just uh, explained that that was the Excelsior building. Uh, and uh, where the Queens Village is and Judge Barlett's office uh, right above it. So on, mm -hmm. the, on the back, I believe uh, there was uh, the entrance where they were holding up unruly characters, uh, if you will, uh, <laughs> <laughs> make, making trouble. 
for the villagers. Uh, now, did they have a police department in in Warwick? In the town, yes. Yeah. In the village, no. At, in the town, though. Correct. And the chief of police was Bill Clark. Look at you. <laughs> and Why did you did you know him personally? Well, <laughs> not personally. But I knew I knew him, and uh, Ole Swinson. Ole Swinson used to stand at the town square by the Methodist Church, and help kids across the street when school was in session. And his son, Erwin Swinson, was very well known in town recently. Wow. Yeah. So folks, if, you, uh, if your family has been living in Warwick long enough, if you maybe didn't communicate or didn't pick enough brain of your uh, late relatives, you would like to know <laughs> the roots of your family, where they come from, the areas, what it you was. You know, that would be a great column to do every week. Ask a question of yeah. Evelyn, and she'll answer it for you in Ask the paper. Evelyn. How about that? Ask Evelyn. I love Evelyn. that. <laughs> now, <laughs> Evelyn, I, don't, uh, I only know just reading an article about you, and I know that uh, one of the areas of what was called Dublin. Yes. Now, where, where, where uh, was that? Well, Margaret, we got Margaret still on the line. What, what can we give Margaret? Uh, we uh, give Margaret uh, two tickets to go to uh, Farm and Flea Museum, uh, Farm and Flea uh, event, Hudson Valley Farm and Flea today, and uh, subscription to uh, Warwick, Warwick Valley, Valley Dispatch, Dispatch, by the way, that came out in color, first time in yes, 136 years. And I want to ask uh, Evelyn, who knows all about newspapers, how do you like uh, this uh, latest issue? I, I like it. The, the pictures are so clear, and I'm sorry that it had to be for that kind of event. But it is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. Uh, you, like, you, you've seen a lot of uh, administrations uh, working in school, uh, working in paper, many mayors of the village, I guess, many uh, come and went. But you, you, coming from you, you've, you've seen it all. Essentially, <laughs> you should uh, share those stories, and I'm very grateful from the bottom of my heart. I want to thank you for uh, being a guest today, and hope you will uh, come again and spread that knowledge. Well, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I was so nervous. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so we still we still on, and uh, I, I hope uh, that uh, you will come again and tell us because this is the. Uh, history that I would like uh, right, my kids uh, to, to learn. Uh, this is why I, I uh, would like Dasha to be here today. So all of that, uh, you know, has to be passed from one generation to another. So it's it's not forgotten. That, that working ethic, that, uh, you know, appetite for life, <laughs> you know, that uh, right now, today, is unfortunately, we always see too often... Uh, we don't know our neighbors. We don't know our history. Mm -hmm. And the only way to preserve it, to keep it alive, is actually to give it the uh, tribute and credit. Yes. So, now what else? Uh, obviously, life changed a lot. Now, uh, the, the, you, uh, you know, the, look, look at the, you doing uh, the color newspaper nowadays. Who would thought, you know, that the dispatch <laughs> would come up in, in color, and it, and, it, and it is, it's thicker than ever. It's bright, it's easy to read, we're getting a lot of compliments. I'm uh, very uh, proud to be part of it and get to know uh, folks who actually, uh, in fact, I, I, I'm going to repeat myself, this is like uh, heart and soul of this newspaper, mm -hmm. because work ethic is, uh, you know, what it used to be. 
uh, reliable. When you said you're going to be there, you're there. Whether it's rain or you uh, came to, uh, to work even when you were hit by the car a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So all is good that ends up good, but uh, this is, uh, just tells you the, you know, the strengths of the character and uh, the people who run it. So uh, here's uh, another. While we're still on air, I would like to remember the surprise that I told you uh, we have. Mm-hmm. After reading the recent issue of the Warwick Valley Dispatch, where there was an article about it uh, from uh, Susan Barron for Warwick Valley Humane Society, she's a contributing uh, columnist. She wrote an article Somebody of our readers, of Warwick Valley Dispatch readers, read that article and decided to donate to Humane Society and wrote them a check for $100,000. Isn't that wonderful? It certainly is. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, my gosh. So, folks, this is once again just tells you what kind of community, compassionate community we live in, uh, what kind of the the power of the... uh, paper and a news and uh, I, I want to applaud those people I want to uh, give them credit just uh, reading uh, you know some of us feel you know closer and sharper in terms of when uh, somebody else needs help and those people they thought it's their duty to to come and uh, contribute we're getting those contributions uh, weekly and daily uh, people supporting the paper Somebody just, you know, came up to the office and dropped off those uh, donations and gifting subscriptions to their friends. Please continue to do so. That's the only way to preserve those institutions like Warwick Valley Humane Society, uh, Warwick Valley Dispatch, that rely a lot on your loyalty, on your patronage. And uh, once again, this is a great news. And as a result of uh, hard work of uh, you and... uh, People putting this uh, paper together. Yeah, well, Dave DeWitt is is my mentor, <laughs> and we should uh, maybe uh, next time we, we should uh, ask uh, Dave join our discussion and uh, have him on the. Uh, I don't. <laughs> on the I show. don't think Dave would ever come. <laughs> I don't. Well, I change so. your mind, so let's uh, be hopeful. Well, but I would love to help you uh, to have you again, and thank you for being with us today. Thank, Thank you, Evelyn. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Dash.